welcome to the Unraveled Academy podcast. This is a place where artists can speak openly and candidly about their creative journey, and we are so happy that you are here. Hi, everybody. I'm Co Hodges. I'm uh, one of the lead instructors and co-founders at Unraveled Academy. And here with me is my better half, Sarah Driscoll. Hey, everybody. And today we have a really, really wonderful uh, guest, Mike Wade. He is so many things to us. He is our lead IT guy on staff at Unraveled Academy. Um, he is an expert panelist. He's been a moderator. He's been so many things for our community. He is a wonderful friend and an amazing photographer. So we're just very lucky to have him here today. Thanks for having me, guys. Awesome. Yeah, we're excited. Uh, so let's kick it off with the, the question we like to start every guest off with is, where did your creative journey begin? What inspired you to pick up a camera? So I, I so it's kind of funny. I was thinking about that, the, thinking about uh, creativity and stuff this morning, actually. And one, uh, I, I really don't see myself much as a creative. So um, back in 2000, 2010, I bought my first camera. And it was right after I got out of the military, and I um, I took a job overseas in Iraq. And I was like, well, you know, <clears throat> we've all seen those, you know, the photos from, you know, war photographers and documentary uh, yeah. documentary photographers, photojournalists and all that stuff. And I was like, well, I, I really want to take photos just to document my time there. And, you know, didn't know anything. I was just like, I'll just put this thing in auto, and I'll just take some photos. And I did. When I, when I left for Iraq, I – I went and took some photos. They were terrible, uh, <laughs> looking back on them now, but at least it, you know, kind of documented, uh, the time that I spent there. Sure. Um, and then once I returned back, uh, back to Hawaii, I, uh, I started, you know, Hawaii is gorgeous. I mean, mm. Colleen, you're there right now <laughs> or just were there. So yes. you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Insane. And right. It is. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, it, it would, it's crazy too because I mean, it just the the greenness of Hawaii is is unlike anywhere I'd ever been before oh, in my absolutely. life. I mean, here in Texas, it's like a yellow green, right? Mm-hmm. Your leaves and stuff like that. I mean, we're all obsessed with desaturating greens. <laughs> um, but <laughs> but you look you look in Hawaii and you don't have to desaturate those greens because there's very little yellow in it. And no. but <laughs> sorry, it's back to the topic. <laughs> it's true. Back, back to how it started. I mean. I, and why I don't really see myself as a creative. That's kind of how I started. That's the first camera I got. But I, creativity has never really um, – it's never come to me naturally. Like a lot of photographers and, you know, artists themselves felt like they – you know, I've I, I listened to podcasts or watch interviews or watch documentaries, and, you know, they always felt something inside that, you know, inspired them to create. Um, and it did, it hasn't come to me as, as easily – uh, at, I, not that it comes easy to other people, but it, it, it never felt like it was a thing within me. I'm a very right. logical, very, um, uh, you know, fact based type person. And, it, it, but with that being said, I do think that creativity is something that you can kind of foster. Um, sure, and maybe you're not a creative, uh, naturally, but I think you can learn to become creative. Um, yeah. I think, uh, you know, we, it's just the different ways of approaching things. And I've, 
and I, I've started to try to learn how to approach things differently and creatively. I mean, with e- either it be light or, you know, different editing and stuff like that. Um, it's really, I think it's made me grow more. Um, I don't want to call myself a creative, but I've, I think I'm growing into being more creative, if that makes absolutely any sense at all. I don't know if anybody ever feels that way, you know. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, I I think that that's maybe why your work seems a little different because you do have like a more pragmatic approach to your pictures and everything seems super realistic and real to life, even in your editing. And I think that that is just like kind of speaks for like your outlook on creativity because it's a little more straightforward and real you know it's more authentic so I think that's interesting and that's kind of what I've I've tried to go for I mean I've I've tried to embrace it now don't get me wrong like when I see a lot of other people's stuff I'm like oh my gosh I'm never going to get there to that point um at which kind of brings it all full circle I mean that was that's been one of the biggest challenges um is um you know believing that other people have something that you don't have and I've for a long time, I was like, I just, I don't understand. I just don't understand why, you know, they can come up with all these ideas, you know, these mm-hmm. different shoots and, uh, you know, different outfits and all it, everything that they put together. And it's, it's always been something that kind of dwelled on me a little bit. And I would say within the last year, maybe year and a half, I really just, I, I came to terms with it myself that I'm not the, the person that's going to, you know, create some beautiful composite. And be able to see the end product and, and, you know, put all these pieces together to make that beautiful composite, uh, composite photograph at the end. I'm just not that guy. And, um, I, so I just kind of started embracing just, I mean, my, you know, with kids, uh, and that's mainly what I photograph, uh, with kids, I mean, they'll, they're providing you with a ton of content daily. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, new content. They do so many weird things. And, <laughs> so, uh, so, and that's so true. And I, I want to take a minute because I feel like we're not doing your work justice quite yet. And I want to. So I met you last year in Colorado. And I was like, who's this one guy at this all women <laughs> deer photographer retreat? And I was like, I got to see his work. And I was like blown away by what you were making. And it's because your eye is only yours and it's very unique and how you document your kids and how you document your wife. It's really beautiful. And I can see an image and know that it's yours right away. Um, so I think that that's very telling for it. I think you are a creative. I think you can call yourself a creative. There's no, you know, defining, you know, lines on what a creative is or that, you know, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be a, a hipster who lives in Portland. Like, <laughs> it's true. It's uh, it's really beautiful. No, it's the redneck that lives in Texas, and, <laughs> and, yeah. and I mean that's kind of what you get. You kind of get with it. I really appreciate that. I mean, I so that that is, it's nice to hear that other you know other people appreciate seeing what you put out and stuff like that. And that's what I hope. I really that's the the only thing that I don't want to say that's the only thing that keeps me going, but it uh. I mean, as an artist or as a photographer or anything like that, I think we always seek some type of validation from our peers. Oh, absolutely. And, um, I mean, be it right or wrong, I mean, that, oh. you know, you'll hear a million people say don't seek validation and stuff like that. But I think it's human nature. It is and, human nature. Uh, it absolutely is. I want people to like the photos that I take. Uh, I mean, 
it's nothing more than that, really. I want people to like it, um, and it, it when when something I, sometimes, uh, and I'm sure you guys have had the same situation. Sometimes you, you you put something out there that you're like you're really proud of it, and then yes. it falls on deaf ears, and you're like, oh man, what? Like it's like you're going back to the drawing board. But I, I would say in the past year and a half, I've I've really well, you know when you start feeling comfortable with yourself and comfortable mm-hmm. with. Uh, your photography or whatever art it is that you're doing, I, I think those, that validation it might lessen a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could definitely uh, you start feeling more at home and you, you kind of give yourself more uh, creative freedom or freedom to you know to fail, I should say, uh, to put stuff out there that's not that good. Absolutely, or or not that good to the you know the the comments. Right. It's not you know it's not. I don't have my kids standing on the side of a mountaintop you know <laughs> in Iceland and all this stuff. I love those images. I mean they're gorgeous. neither do I. I mean I wish I did. But I <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean they're gorgeous images. Yeah. I mean, I'm blown away every time I see them. And I'm just like, man, this. Like, where do they find these people? I mean, they, they, <laughs> right. it, I swear, there's more models in the world than than we know what to do with. There's just so many right? gorgeous people. I know. And, uh, I just, it's not going to be me. And, that, and that's cool. I do have a, uh, a couple of weddings that I'm going to photograph here soon. Small things. Yeah. Uh, awesome. And it's going to be something new. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, weddings definitely is an opportunity to get a little more creative when you want to, just because you're dealing with adults and as right. children, there's so much more you can do if you want to do it. You know, everybody's going to be a little more patient with you to, take the time to create cool shit. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe, no, I, you'll, I'm, maybe I'm you'll really looking forward to it. Uh, I mean, me and my wife are actually going to shoot one together. My, my oh, wife is, uh, she's been bitten by the bug a little bit, you know, the yeah. photography bug a little. Um, and we're going to, she's going to be the second shooter uh, in August. Um, it's like I said, it's very small. It's actually, you know, a, a, very, a very close friend of hers uh, wedding. And uh, we're just, trying to do something nice for the couple. Ultimately, they weren't going to have a photographer at all. And that's very low pressure. I like low pressure. (laughs) No doubt. It's going to be exciting just to do something. Me and my wife, I mean, just a fun fact, me and my wife have worked together uh, since we've known each other. So back when we were in the military and everything, she, uh, we've, that's all we've ever known is we, we've worked together forever. So it's going to be, it it shouldn't be anything different than what we're normally used to, but I think it will be different. It'll be neat to be doing something that is more fun than just the general IT. Absolutely. 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 Well, tell everybody a little bit about what you do um, as far as, like, career-wise right now, because I think everyone will be interested in that. Yeah, so it's pretty different. I I work for a defense contracting company for the United States government, uh, and we – we work on developing the IT systems or the intelligence systems that, uh, you know, imagery analysts or signals analysts and stuff like that, that they use uh, with the drone program. So uh, at any given time, I mean, there's uh, depending on what country, uh, country, you know, we have military members deployed to, we, uh, we are flying drones and then the, the analysts, are using the equipment that my wife and myself and a whole host of, I mean, we've got a, a tremendous amount of people that work with us uh, that we engineer or maintain uh, and then provide that capability to the government to uh, ultimately make good good decisions uh, before sure. we drop bombs on bad people. 
Dude, wow. you're a total badass and way smarter than Sarah and I are like, sure, yeah. I, uh, I don't even know what you just said. I feel like my and brain just And you've told hurt. us before. We've heard this before, and I still don't. Every time that. I'm like, what does he do? I, I, I don't I don't think I'll ever be able to, personally, I mean, I, I, I enjoy the job so much. I mean, outside, it, it nothing to do with photography, but yeah. I enjoy, like, it, I'm pretty fortunate to be able to go to work and enjoy what I do and then have photography on this other side of yeah. something else that I like to do, which I try to keep as low pressure as possible just yeah. because, you know, regular work can get very high pressure. Yeah. I mean, regardless of what, what you're doing, I mean, right. it, it can be such high pressure. And I, I just, I, I like photography in my life. It, it kind of levels everything out. One's really high stress. The other one's really low stress. And I feel like it puts me right in the middle. Oh, um, absolutely. I love that. And I think that that is, is really cool to talk to people who have a full-time job outside of art um, and still do art really well. Because I think that there is a lot of pressure for most people to make it a full-time job. Um, and you see a lot of people doing it and being really successful and, like, switching over. You know, Sarah and myself, you know, we both switched over into doing this full-time. And it doesn't have to be that way for everybody to be really happy and fulfilled. So Sarah and I really teach a lot to, you know, finding your personal success story first. It doesn't have to be like everybody else's. And and you might make zero dollars doing photography. You might make a few dollars doing photography. It might be your full-time job. It doesn't matter as long as it's fulfilling to you. And what you just said is so beautiful. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it, it, it is. Uh, it can be very. Uh, I mean, I feel bad. Photography is such a beautiful thing. Uh, I mean, there's the things that you're able to create and stuff like that. Like when I take photos of my family, I mean, I I go through and I I look back on them. And I swear, I mean, it. it I I feel like I can put myself right back in that situation when I took that photo, yeah. and just personally for me, I I don't want to spoil that at all. I. I it's it's so nice to be able to kind of look back, have those memories, and I'm fortunate, like I said, to ha- to have another career that um, that allows me, you know, to help provide for the family and stuff like that, where I don't mm-hmm. feel the pressure that a lot of other people feel. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, I, I just don't want anything to take photography away from me. Absolutely. Um, you know, just the pressure and stuff like that. Would I, just, think it, that I think it would crush me. That's such a good point because I feel like when I am shooting clients and ever since the beginning, you know, I've always kind of felt this way is that it just, it kind of takes the fun out of it for me because it's, it, I feel so much pressure in those moments. And mm-hmm. every time I pick up my camera and I'm like photographing my children, it's just for me, you know, and it, that's when I, I really like find my joy in photography mm-hmm. is, is when it's for me and not for anybody else. Oh, no, um, I, I feel you. That's exactly how I feel. It's yeah. I mean, it's so far. I, I urge as many people as possible. I mean, if if just if anything, get a camera just to document your daily life. Yeah, I mean, right. Like everybody's going to look back on it. I mean, as a kid, I mean, I grew up. Uh, I mean, I'm one of four children, and I mean, we didn't have a whole lot of money by any stretch of the imagination. And uh, I don't have a whole lot of photos from when I was a kid. Sure. And it. I mean, I have some, and I mean, they're not good. Right. <laughs> they're not. They're not good at all. We never had a, you know, somebody in the family that you know was really good at uh, understanding mm-hmm. photography or anything like that. And uh, but it it it's so much fun to just look back on the memories. If anything in the world, just for that one thing, is just be able to pass them on to the kids, uh, pass them on to other family members. Uh, it's it's so nice. 
Absolutely. I love that you said like the one person, the picture taker. That's so true though. That's what we are. <laughs> I'm the picture taker in my family. If it wasn't for me, we'd yeah. be very, we'd be Sam's pictures, but I grew up, you know, same, same situation, not a lot of money. Um, but my father did always have a camera. He used to be a food photographer actually like in the military as well. Kind of a weird twist there. Um, I don't know why he was taking food pictures in the military, but there was something going on there, but he always had a camera. It was propaganda. A, they were just trying to show somebody that the food tasted good. Maybe. It was, all, <laughs> it was terrible. It was terrible food. It up, like this mush. Oh my it's gosh. Probably. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. The pictures are <laughs> than the food taste. Um, but he did. And, and I'm really fortunate because I have a ton, a ton of documentation of my childhood and me and my brother, um, and our cousins and stuff like that. So it's so important. What we do is so important. Whether you, you do it for a living or you do it for, you know, a hobby or whatever you do, it, it really is an important, important thing. So I love that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I agree a hundred percent. So what has been the biggest challenge in your photography journey? Would you say? Um, aside from the, I mean, aside from what I talked to, uh, I talked about earlier about, you know, just not feeling creative and, and not putting yeah. stuff out there that's unique and stuff like that. I would have to say that, um, uh, the, you know, maintaining the drive to continue forward, even, even when, uh, you feel kind of like a failure or a fraud. Mm-hmm. And I, a lot of that is just getting to know yourself, right? I don't think that my photography has changed really that much in the past two years. Um, but, uh, it was my own voices, the own voices in my inside my head that were just telling me, ah, you're not, that's no good. That's not, that's not right. good either. And mm-hmm. it, without looking uh, at the big picture, right? And the big picture mm-hmm. for me is being, you know, that person that documents their family. Absolutely. And so that's, that's, the, I, I think it's all within my, within my own head. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't think, I'm, like I said before, I'm, I'm a pretty literal person. Uh, and I, I would say if there was one aspect of, of photography that I really push myself, I'm tr- trying, I continue to push myself is, is a composition mm-hmm. and, you know, very advanced compositions mm-hmm. like layering and, you know, different, uh, different lines and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, kind of drawing the eye in and trying to figure out ways to draw the eye mm-hmm. in, but work it into how I take photos, you know, how I, I personally take photos. So, uh, that it's yeah, a super it's challenge, and I don't, I don't feel like there's a ton of info. Maybe there is, and I'm just an idiot and can't Google. But I feel like there's just <laughs> no. not a ton of information out there about composition. Um, you know, that's something we get. Well, let's make a course. <laughs> yes, let's make a course. We get asked that a lot. Um, some of the, what I consider to be like the top um, artists in 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 our industry, anyways, as far as composition, like Sam Hurd is on another level. Right, um, Zami, uh, Zami Berkowitz is yeah. phenomenal. Oh, so good. That composition is really good. I've studied a lot of his stuff. Yeah. And but, I mean, I, like you had to think about like documentary, like if you're, if you're incorporating really advanced compositions in documentary work, pure, like purest documentary work, which is what you do, you know, you just go right. and document your family. It's, it's very difficult. So there really isn't a ton of advanced I haven't seen anyways, uh, like literature or coursework, um, on composition within the documentary field. No, I, I, I agree. And I, you know, I, we do in the academy, we do have, uh, Karen, I don't, I'm going to mess up her last name. Ozdek. Ozdek. I'm yeah, not sure. So. <laughs> I can't say I her name. No idea. We, 
Poor we've thing. Been buddy, I, we've been buddies for a couple of years I now. Her. I mean, we met in person there uh, in Colorado last year as well. Uh, she does a, a great job with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, composition, stuff like that. But I'm always, yes. I mean, I've, ta- I, I've, I've done that course, um, and she, you know, jogged some things in my mind that I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, man, I really need to learn more about X, Y, and Z. Oh, and, definitely. Uh, and, and that's where I struggle. I struggle finding, uh, you know, documentary-style composition stuff mm-hmm. that – that really is, I don't know. Uh, you can find some stuff, but I feel like I'm, I'm left with more questions than answers. No, totally. Uh, and I, I think maybe some of it is, cause I used to do the same thing too, where I was like, Oh man, this composition sucks. But I like going through Karen's work when she's a, a total genius and just how she flips, just flipping an image. Like I just right. like simple stuff, flipping it. And I'm like, Oh wow, that is better. Like your eye goes directly to where you want it to go. It just, simple concepts like that which is they really make a a more powerful and dynamic image but I think a lot of us are being really hard on ourselves with that like I think moment over composition well in my opinion moment over composition wins every time absolutely absolutely so I I don't I'm I'm with you though like I'm I'm a sucker for a good article on composition though it's Uh, I just don't give a shit (laughs) (laughs) No, I understand. Just I'm don't bad. even care. She's just, I, whatever. I mean, but you do like, as long as you're capturing the moment, I mean, that's all that really matters. Like, <laughs> a lot of times I find myself, I get, I kind of get stuck in those composition things. Like, I, I, I'm just, uh, because a lot of, like, my kids are oblivious to the camera at this point in their sure. lives. And right. they don't even pay attention to it. So I'm really almost like a fly on the wall. And I'm like, man, mm-hmm. how can I use the element of my absolutely overflowing, full of junk island? <laughs> Uh, right, right, right. To frame my kid, you know, in this mountain <laughs> of junk that's on the island, maybe it'll make it, you know, give it to some layers or something to, right. to that effect. The laundry on the on the couch, right? Whatever it may be. Uh, but yeah, it. I I I really like, you know, reading uh, reading about composition. I and then photo books and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, I there's several photographers that are out there that, you know, of the old day of the old era. Mm-hmm. Um, that were I don't even know how they saw the things that they saw. Right. It, it, I know like, it really Elliot, blows your like, mind. Elliot Erwitt is probably mm-hmm. my all-time favorite photographer, yes. uh, and just the things that he saw, and I'm just like, man, I, I'm walking around, and I, I, I'm guilty of you know one thing of having my damn cell phone in my hand. Uh, <laughs> that's the first thing you need to do is put that son of a bitch away, <laughs> and. And, and teach yourself to see. I mean, I don't think they had those distractions, uh, obviously back then. I mean, I'm sure they had some other form of distraction, but maybe tic-tac-toe or something, but, uh, <laughs> gotta put that away. Just, you know, walk around and, and, and look at things. And that's what I'm trying to do when I'm on travel, on business travel. It's just kind of wander around like a weirdo. No. And uh, try to look, that. look for things that, People have channel channel Elliot and, and his work, oh, mostly black and white. I don't know that. Did he ever do any color? Um, he, I mean, I'm sure you he know, did, I, but I, I, I can't think. I can't think of any. I, I have a couple of his books, and they're always in black and white. His yeah, kids' yeah. book is absolutely, uh, it's it's phenomenal. Yeah. No, and he's such a genius. And actually, um, when we were in New York a couple of years ago, one of the teachers there was shooting in monochrome in the digital camera only. Uh-huh. And his rationale for that was that he could see the emotion more if he's just shooting in black and white. And I, he could I, convert I, it to color later limits, if he wanted. I think it limits the distractions yeah. uh, a lot of times. I mean, I, I really have 
have been enjoying black and white a lot. Um, I loved, uh, you know, with, with pho- photographing my kids' emotions. I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever read the the books, uh, Llama Llama. I mean, yes. I, I've got Llama Llama. My kids are a bunch of drama over here, and uh, or Drama Llama is what it yes. is. So I, I have a my my kids are very emotional beings. Um, so I, you know, there's never a, a shortage of you know facial expression and stuff like that. Right. Uh, and I think black and white really, you know, kind of it, it minimizes all the clutter in the image and stuff like that. Yeah. Really focuses in on capturing that emotion. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, I love that so much. So um, I think we should probably ask you, how do you feel now about being one of the few men in the <laughs> Unraveled Academy? So I, you know, I that, that question. I, you know, I thought about that earlier today, and it, you know, it's it's actually it. So the 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 community itself is super welcoming, and I there it's kind of twofold. You know, sometimes I I do. Uh, there are a couple of photographer male photographers um, that I you know correspond with or you know chat with on Facebook and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. for the most part, I, I do stick within the Unraveled community, and then there might be one or two other Facebook groups that I post. And uh, have discussions with everybody's always been so welcoming. I'm not so sure that I would uh, that anybody would actually know who I am if it wasn't for the fact that I'm like one of the older guys. So <laughs> they might be like, "Oh, it's that it's that one guy, you know, the one guy." There, there's that maybe, one dude. Yeah, right. There might be three or four of us uh, in, the, yeah. in the group. I, uh, definitely, they don't post probably as much as I do, but. Uh, it, it, I don't feel bad about it. I, not at all. I mean, even last year when we, we met up in, uh, Colorado, uh, it was awkward for about 10 minutes, to be yeah. honest with you. But there were so many people that I've chatted with online that, uh, really, I mean, Karen being one of them, Karen and Rebecca Wang, yeah. both of them, um, just, you know, kind of befriended me. And then my, my friend Christina was also there. So it, it was, it wasn't that bad. I still kind of felt like the sore thumb a little bit at, at times, but, no, uh, not at no, all. It, it, well, I mean, I can only imagine they probably. I mean, other people probably felt awkward too, though. You know, like <laughs> who's this one guy and why does he look like a creeper with his camouflage no, hat on? Creeper. I was like, I was, I was so, I was like, I have to see this guy's work because this is so fascinating. And I was like, he's got his camo hat on, and I was like, he's definitely <laughs> military. On the front of the hat. <laughs> I was like, I know my military guys. This is a military guy. I was like, what is he doing here? Is his wife here or something? But it's so cool because how brave to to go do something like that, totally offbeat, definitely a very female-driven retreat. Oh, absolutely. No, it, it yeah. was. You know, like I said, everybody was super nice. Yeah. Uh, I, I learned a lot. I mean, I learned a lot in that, that very short weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I had never shot models before that, that weekend. Right. Um, and it was just something completely different and out of the ordinary. And uh, it it was so it was so much fun. It, yeah. I, you, do you remember that place that we ate with? I think it was on the last day we, before we went up to the mountains. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, that that place was phenomenal, oh, right? Like, if anything, I took out of that was good. a damn good hamburger. Yeah, really good food, I mean, really good drinks. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. It was a really good <laughs> hamburger. Oh my gosh, that place was so beautiful. Everywhere we shot was insane. And right. it was so cool. Just being in Colorado and being around other creatives, I was just yeah. I'd never been to Colorado either. I mean, it was yeah. it, it was a whole new experience. Yeah, never been to a workshop, never been to Colorado. I mean, yeah. it was just so it was full of firsts for that. And then it was the first road trip that uh, my wife and my kids and all of us oh. we we ever made 
uh, as well. So, like I said, it was a summer full of firsts yeah. uh, for us, and then we had our first blowout on the way back and <laughs> had to drive 120 miles on a donut because oh they didn't God. have the right oh, – it was Lord. scary. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that is a, that is a crazy baby. trip. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And your wife is yeah. damp, and I know you get asked this a lot, but how does she do being in a field so highly saturated with other women? <laughs> I, I, I won't lie. There's, I mean, there's been times that we've. She's definitely like, why are you talking to all these women? Right. And I'm, right. Like, <laughs> I just in. <laughs> right. Exactly. And, but I mean, it, she. I think she does really well with it, right? So me and my wife actually, I'm, uh, we we actually have high hopes, not of being a, like a photographer routine type situation, but uh, we. We, we've had, because I travel so much, I mean, a lot of times, I mean, this is going to get way too personal, but a lot of times, you know, it's hard to, you know, maintain that, that healthy, uh, connection you have with right. that other person when the one's gone all the time. Right. And, of course. uh, so, you know, one thing that, that she and I have talked about is because I'm so, uh, I, you know, so involved with photography, it was like, let's do something together. Yeah. And, uh, you know, something that's not the kids and, you know, right. not the household and not any, you know, the bills and all that. Do something that's just fun together. So, uh, we're still bouncing around a few ideas, but we, we definitely, um, we have a few things that, uh, have made the short list of us to do together and it does involve photography. Mm-hmm. Um, but <clears throat> she, she does pretty well, but don't let it, don't get wrong, you know, just like any other woman, <laughs> uh, and, yeah. and I, I, on the flip side, if she was talking to a bunch of dudes, totally, I'd, I would probably be like, "What the hell is going on here?" But and then you really have well. Co, who's like calling everybody babe all the time, so she's probably like, "Why is this shit calling you babe?" If she shows up at my doorstep and stomps me, I'll know why. I'd be like, "I get it." She's not confrontational. The only thing, person I think that she doesn't mind having confrontation with is me, that's, <laughs> and that's fine. Like I said, I, oh, I, I'm gonna kick. We have a, a, a really good, a uh, really wonderful family. I mean, yeah. and uh, she gets me, like, she's gotten me for many years. So oh. uh, she doesn't have anything to worry about. I promise her. We talk about your guys' relationship all the time. We're like, oh, my gosh, he loves his wife so much. It's so fucking oh, beautiful. Time. We love it. Yeah. I mean, it, only, it only took two other wives to get to this one. <laughs> uh, you know, third time's a charm. For and, sure. Uh, so it, uh. I, I, I'm, I'm super happy. I, we're, we're super happy. I mean, uh, it, it, it honestly, aside from, you know, living in a cabin on a thousand acres in Montana, my life probably couldn't get any better than what it currently is right now. Well, that's everything. Oh, my gosh. Okay. If you could give your early photographer self a piece of advice, what would it be? Uh, I would say, oh, oh man, I would say probably, um, definitely, uh, yeah. So I, just be the. the it's going to sound cliche, but just be yeah, okay. you. So I spent yeah. I spent four years of my life, honest to God. It, it took me about four years before I figured out, you know, kind of where I fit, where I fit in. And I fought it along the way. I mean, I wish I, I'll have to show you guys some some of my old horrendous <laughs> composite work, and my old horrendous uh, alien eyes and yeah, all, all of that. these things that I that I just like. I, uh, it was part of the journey, but I wish I would have could have told myself just to 
like it always to be honest with you it always felt like documenting my life is kind of what I what I enjoyed since I started taking right. or you know making photographs right. that I fought it along the way I, w- I would have told myself to to honest to God just feel at home doing this mm-hmm. because ultimately my my now he's six years old I mean up to about two years ago he doesn't have hardly a good photograph of him man (laughs) that's me and my kids for sure I feel so bad for them I was their newborn pictures I was everything horrible I put him in the back the poor kid he got put in the back of a Tonka truck and uh you know that's awesome horrendous yeah horrendous but I mean I I've went back and re-edited some of those just because I mean it was just over the top. Right, right. And hold on, here's one that's a technical thing. So don't don't you know stop all, or open your aperture all the way to 1.8 and then like back then I didn't know where to focus so mm-hmm. I always put it on the tip of the nose so I have a ton of in focus nose shots <laughs> instead of the eye. You know I didn't I didn't know I was like well shit I fucking just focus on the nose everything else will probably be yeah, that's the biggest target in the middle of the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nope. yeah, big old sharp <laughs> nose and blurry eyes. That's so. awesome. <laughs> the focus on the eyes, everybody. <laughs> I yeah. love that. Awesome. I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> well, you have created um, and are going to add to a course in Unraveled called Life of the Dad Tog. And we love this so much and the idea and the concept behind it because, um, you know, you are, again, our, you know, one of the few guys in our very female driven world here. And it was so cool to be able to see another perspective, um, another outlook on you know, a photography journey and documenting children. Cause you know, we see we're highly saturated every day on Instagram and Facebook with women documenting their children. So it was just so cool right. to see, um, to see it, you know, a fresh, a fresh male face doing it and taking the initiative and being the picture taker of the family and not the mom, which is so cool. Right. And it, you know, it, it, I, I think about that all the time too. I, I, so I, I, I do see things different than, uh, than I know uh, than my wife and mm-hmm. I'm sure, you know, she, she could probably relate a lot to, uh, to the other, you know, female moms, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, I, I mean, for instance, there's this one time that, uh, you know, mom's instinct is to protect, protect, to protect, mm-hmm. protect. And then sometimes I see humor in some of the things that my kids do. <laughs> right. Um, we were, right. we were at, um, out playing in the front yard and it was a muddy mess. And, uh, she, she was out there with us and my oldest son, I think he was probably four at the time. He fell in the, like, he does not like being dirty. <laughs> And he fell in the mud, and that was my wife's instinct was to run over there and, you know, help peel him out of this right. mud. And I slowed her down. <laughs> and uh, I have a, probably a good 12, 13 shots of him in full-blown drama tears <laughs> because he, he is stuck in the damn mud. Like, it was cool. Oh. Uh, but it's just one of those things. I mean, like, that's just one example. I think it's just it can be complete. Not that moms probably haven't photographed that before, but in my family dynamic, um, a lot, a lot of times I think I find myself uh, a little bit. I, I can let things go longer. Mm-hmm. Like if one of the kids is upset and crying out of crying out of something instead of consoling them, uh, and being a little heartless, I guess at, at <laughs> the same time, I'll take a picture of it. And, uh, <laughs> I, I plan 
on embarrassing them. I'm, I plan on embarrassing go. the boys definitely when they're older uh, <laughs> with all the tear photos. I have tons of tear photos. It's going to happen, and they will be embarrassed, and it, and I will be happy and laughing. <laughs> <laughs> That's freaking awesome. Oh, my God. You got to do what you got to do. Hell Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, in, in addition to Life of the Dad, Tog, you are creating a new course for us, um, and this is really your expertise, and this is what you do so much for us um, within the academy, helping so many people with. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're going to be making? Yeah, so the the next course is going to be um, – it's a Lightroom-focused course, and it, it is going to have a ton of content. Um, I've already started recording videos, um, and basically it's going to take you from the import process – uh, all the way through the export process, and it, it doesn't seem like a lot, but Lightroom is a beast of a program. I mean, mm-hmm. it does a ton of things. Um, and so basically, I mean, we're going to take you through the import, you know, where you import your photos. I'll show you di- several different ways of doing that, uh, not the import itself, but where the files are stored, you know, stored and some of the best practices that either I've learned on the, uh, along the way or where – you know, taking in Adobe's recommendations in mm-hmm. as well. Um, taking it all the way through that, we'll do some editing as well. Um, it's going to be a jam-packed course. I hope uh, I hope people don't get tired of listening to me because it's going to be it's going to be a lot. Lightroom is so big, and I, I you know I enjoy doing that a lot. Like when I when I see people post in the academy that they're having Lightroom issues or editing issues or even you know IT related issues, mm-hmm. I'm. I, I hope they don't ever feel like they're bothering me because I really enjoy um, helping in that aspect. I just feel like there's so many people that there's some misconceptions about, you know, about Adobe's Lightroom. Um, you know, they, they, they're they not tech-savvy people or whatever mm-hmm. it is, and I, I hope that we were able to make it a lot easier for them, um, you know, so that they don't have to focus on the, the you know, mm-hmm. the technical stuff like that. They can just focus on being creative and creating, you know, photographs. Oh, absolutely. Well, and it's already you've already proven, you know, that just with, with simple, you know, a knowledge base about, you know, the application itself can save you hours in your workflow. And so for those oh, people that are cranking out sessions after sessions and spending you know, four hours a session on editing or or, you know, not knowing how to appropriately house their their files, not knowing where their files are stored and, and needing multiple external hard drives just to store all these things and uh, not knowing how to keep it organized and clean. Like this is a life changing thing for a lot of people. Oh man, I can only, I remember the days when I was, I just did not, I was not organized in Lightroom and it was overwhelming. I'd be like, oh man, I remember that one photo. I want to go find that one because at the time I was posting a lot uh, on Facebook, you know, different mm-hmm. theme groups, you know, themes of the week type situation. Right. I'd be like, oh man, I have this photo that'd be perfect for that. And I didn't keyword anything. I didn't, you know, I didn't, yeah. you know, build different collections and stuff like that. It was just a monstrous ordeal <laughs> just to go find one photograph. Totally. Um, so I, I really do. I, I really think the course is going to help a lot of people. Um, even people that are very proficient in Lightroom or have their own workflow, they might be able to see something to just, you know, tweak their workflow just a little bit and maybe saves them, you know, some time. Absolutely. Um, and I, I, like I said, there, it's going to be, it'll be good enough that anybody that watches it, I think they'll, that anybody would get something out of it, even if they are very proficient in Lightroom or don't mm-hmm. use Lightroom at all. Maybe it, maybe it makes people move over to Lightroom from Photoshop. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. And that was a life changer for me. I was spending hours and hours and hours in Photoshop. And even then when I made the switch to Lightroom, I was still taking images into Photoshop and I calculated that 
taking 30 images of my 100 image set into Photoshop, just opening them up and doing a couple of minor tweaks and then putting them back in the Lightroom took me an extra two hours per session. And right. Like, and you insane. always had to worry about consistency as well. Right. I mean, you start doing some of these advanced edits in Photoshop and you have to carry that on, you know, across the whole session. Right. I mean, it, it, it that in itself, oh, it makes me, that would make me so nervous. <laughs> but you can, it is, man. I, or you can be I like Sarah really and it, never, ever, ever use Photoshop ever. She hates it so much. I'm like, I like her style, man. Once I, once I really <laughs> dove into Lightroom, I, I definitely, I mean, I, there's, it's rare for me to pull something into Photoshop now. Right. Uh, very, very rare. Oh, <clears throat> oh my gosh. Well, Mike, thank you so much for everything you do, not only for us, but for the community and for being here today and taking the time to talk to us. It means a lot to us. No, absolutely. I yeah. appreciate you guys. You guys have welcomed me in. Um, you know, I, 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 this, the opportunity that you guys gave me, um, back in April to, you know, kind of really step up and, and help out within the academy. It was, it, I don't know. It felt very validating and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I really appreciate you guys, uh, extending me that offer. And, uh, you know, I, the community has kind of become, you know, like a, you know, an online family and yeah. where I, I feel very, very comfortable, um, especially being one of the only guys. I, it's very welcoming, and you guys have been awesome. Oh, that makes us so happy. Oh, thank, thank you so much. You. Yeah. You're the best. We're happy to have you. Hell yeah, uh, we, are. I, I, we need you. We, <laughs> a little mushy no, there. <laughs> oh, 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 I know, don't let the tears fall too far. <laughs> oh, I get way mushy. Sarah's like, oh, God. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm, I guess I'm the, the dude when it comes to that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, you are. Back away slowly. Why right, you? Just awkwardly <laughs> shut the awkwardly shut the door and be like, oh. right? Yeah, and with that, and those are closing. <laughs> no, oh it's been God. great. I really appreciate you guys asking me to uh, to oh. do this and then to be a part of the community as well. It's been awesome. Oh, it's uh, been hopefully, we have many more years in front of yes. us. Many more years to come. We'll be drinking beers on the beach somewhere later talking about the good old days. <laughs> I know. Probably, uh, probably shooting in sepia. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, I love We're it. We're going to bring it back. We're bringing sepia back. There we go. Let's do it. Back. I'm down. It's vintage. <laughs> vintage is it's hot. It's always hot. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, thank you again. And yeah. everybody listening in, Mike Wade, everybody, he's so awesome. Follow along on his journey. Mike, can you tell them your Instagram handle so they can follow along? Yes, I actually just changed it recently. So I don't even know if you guys know yet, but it's uh our, it's at our period unscripted period life uh and i i ended up changing it i was changing it just uh long story short is i'm trying to learn how to write as well and i wanted to write stories and i didn't feel like the photography page um or the the photography url that i was using before i didn't feel it like it really fit in there so i just i i wanted to write stories and augment with photos uh so hopefully maybe sarah can give me some tips on writing Yes. We'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I really appreciate it. All right. Well, it, guys. thank you, Mike. Have a good one. Y'all too. Have a good weekend. Happy Fourth of July. You too. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you in the Academy.
Thank you so much for tuning in. It means so much to us that you are here, and we hope you walk away inspired as hell. If you are not already a student in Unraveled Academy, we'd love for you to join us. So go to www.theunraveledacademy.com and join our tribe today. And that link will also be posted in the show notes here. We have a seat with your name on it.